Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, everyone. It's Mr. and Mrs. Tomlin. Ha ha. Kate and JJ. <laughs> so official. <laughs> I know that sounded like, hey, it's mom and dad. I'm like, uh, that felt really I know. Or like we're about to teach a, pro- a class as professors. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> hey, we're in the middle of season nine. This has been so much fun. We've been covering some hot topics. Last week, we talked about dating with different theological backgrounds. Can I get a woo-woo? <laughs> and today we are tackling another very, very hot, spicy topic. And we can't wait to dive into this concept of dating multiple people as a Christian. What do we mean by that? Is that cool? Is that not cool? What do we mean? Are we talking about being polygamous in relationships? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler on that one. We are not. Okay. Sadly, so no. <laughs> what? I mean, for the polygamous listening to this. Oh, gosh. Hoping that. That's what it was oh, about. We're sorry to let you down, but... It's not about that. No. Okay. Before we dive in, there's some housekeeping items. Biggest announcement. Huge. Mega. Let's go. Heart of Dating Conference 2023 early bird tickets are on sale right now. Yeah. Location. It's going to be in Atlanta and online. Okay. So we're in Hotlanta. We're also online. So anywhere in the world you can tune in. It's going to be a two-day conference. Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th. Hello, President's Day weekend, and hopefully a Monday off for all of us in America. We are partnering with Sam Collier and his church, Story Church Atlanta. And I am so stoked, babe. Are you excited? They are literally the bomb. Bomb.com. We Sam love is the best. If you guys don't know Sam and his wife, Tony, Tony's a good friend of mine. They're incredible. Spoiler also, Sam and Tony will both be speaking at the conference. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. They have a multicultural, incredible, spirit filled church in the center of Atlanta, and it is incredible so we can't we can't wait it's popping that story Uh, also unlike any conference in years past all the speakers that we've announced so far will all be live and in person at hodc 2023 atlanta okay we will be live streaming all of those sessions to anyone getting a virtual ticket okay but just want to let you know no pre-recorded sessions this year crazy okay but here we go uh so some of our in-person speakers are Drum roll, please. <laughs> JP Pacluda hey. in a person in Atlanta. And then we got, babe, I'm so t- sad this next person. <laughs> so I can't excited. even talk about it. You guys, we have. Big breath. We have. Big breath. The one and only Michelle Williams hey. of previously Destiny's Child. That's okay. Right. I just can't believe it. Michelle is an amazing Christian woman and she is out of the goodness of her heart going to come and speak to us. And she is so passionate about Christian singles. So we can't wait to welcome Michelle. My inner teen self is like, oh my gosh, it's Michelle. I know you're like nervous. <laughs> I'm like, 
Hi. <laughs> no, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, be cool. Be cool. Uh, and then we have my very good friend, Hannah Brencher, who's going to be coming. And you guys, Birdie told me she's going to be talking most likely about online dating. So can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. We have a brand new friend of mine, Faith B, who's an anti-racism activist. And she is amazing. She has a brand new book coming out. And I just can't wait for you guys to hear about her story, hear about her perspective of dating as a black woman. She's a powerful story of healing from trauma. So you guys are going to be in for a treat with that. We also are welcoming back our girl, Riley Sewell. She was at our conference last year and killed killed it. it. And you guys, I'm super excited because Bethany Allen, the Bethany Allen, Uh whether or not you've heard of her, you're going to love her. She is from Bridgetown Church, which is one of my favorite churches in all of America. It's the church that John Mark Homer used to be the pastor at. And Bethany is an amazing woman. She's such a good combo Ooh. of intelligent and yeah. fun. And fun. fun. Yeah. She is rich the way she speaks, her uh-huh. convictions. She is not married, which is an incredible perspective she brings also as a female leader. And we can't wait to have her. And then our MC, hey. you guys. Yeah. We got my girl, Elise Murphy. Tell them. Okay. And Elise is going to bring it down. You guys don't even know what you have in store with Elise. Elise is a firecracker. She is amazing. We love her. Okay, so we are so excited. Go to heartofdating.com forward slash HODC, or you can go to HODC2023.com for tickets. Last thing I want to say on conference is this year, we really prayed about a specific theme over conference, and the theme that we felt impressed on our heart was unexpected, unexpected. Our vision is that Christian singles around the world would break free from hopelessness, disappointment, and stuckness, and be reawakened and activated into newfound hope and expectation for God to do the unexpected in their life. Woo! That is our prayer over this conference, and we are so pumped for this vision of HODC 2023. Early bird tickets on sale now. In-person tickets will sell out. Okay. So you want to get your ticket right now. I can tell you that. All right, guys, we want to say a quick thank you to Athletic Greens for sponsoring our episode today. To keep our content free here on the podcast, please go and support our sponsors. I love Athletic Greens. I can't wait to tell you more about them later in the show. All right, babe. So today we're talking about dating multiple people as a Christian. This is a hot topic. So Mm -hmm. please bear with us before you cancel (laughs) us. Okay. Uh, The first thing in order to address dating multiple people, we have to talk about what is dating or Mm -hmm. how we define dating. Because I realized when I put this out there on the internet, people go and all cray cray thinking that I'm talking about dating equals relationship. (laughs) And I'm like, No, dating does not equal relationship with how I'm speaking about dating, but we need to, we really need to set the foundation straight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we list down some verses about dating in the Bible. Should we do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys ready? Here they are. Okay. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Dating in the Bible. Absolutely awesome. There is nothing specifically in the Bible about dating, but there are things about marriage. There are things about singleness. There Mm -hmm. are great principles for how to honor one another and love your neighbor as yourself. Amazing principles we can take from the Bible, but dating is a new concept in the last 100 years. And because Christian dating is not explicitly in the Bible, what I found so interesting is that everyone has made up their own set of rules. 
rules, okay? And those rules end up being based on different things, influences from their parents, cultural experiences, their church culture or church community, different pastoral teachings, people that they look up to, thought leaders, maybe some real life examples around them and, you know, even their friends. And so you have all of that and you put all those influences into a melting pot and that determines the way that person quote unquote dates and what they think of dating, what they see as dating. But then that Christian person comes up and goes on a date with another Christian person who guess what has a completely different set of rules and quote unquote way to date the right way. Okay. So We all out here in the Christian dating world writing our own playbook about how to date the right way, but nobody's playbook is actually aligned because there's not an actual set of rules for us, okay? It's It's chaotic. So you get everybody out here doing different things. Then you have all these different words, okay? You have talking, dating, courting exclusivity like what in the bump that that is a lot what do all those even mean we even had a trip up on that too yeah we were dating oh yeah totally so because it's different people with different backgrounds different ways one person may be like i'm courting another person's like i'm talking another person's i'm dating and it's all means different stuff okay some people say exclusive and they mean i'm not dating anyone else but i'm not in a relationship with you other people say exclusive and it means this is my boyfriend or this is my girlfriend so it's all wild out in here. And so one thing that did transform my view on dating is I heard this from Dr. Henry Cloud first, and he separated the stages of dating. And I've gone and I, I, I talk about this ever since. So we need to see dating, or I like to see dating in these five stages from singleness to marriage, single, dating, relationship, engaged, married. Okay. I love it. And if you're new here, let's go ahead and define dating. What yes. I love about Heart of Dating in the community is we we kind of have a group agreement on these terms. Yeah. Right? So if you're new to Heart of Dating, the definition of dating and what we define dating at Heart of Dating, <laughs> a lot of dating, <laughs> is this is the stage when you go on dates and you build friendship with another man or woman of God who is of romantic interest to you. Mm-hmm. Each date and the dating phase has one goal. One goal. What is that? To take it one date at a time. Exactly. This is where you approach them with curiosity. Yep. And the point of the dating phase is to ultimately, through time, see if you want to be in a relationship with somebody, right? Not get married to them, to simply be to take it to that next stage. Exactly. You want to see if you want to be through dating, you want to see, do I want to be in a relationship with the person that I'm building friendship and going on dates with? Mm -hmm. So instead of this ridiculously high stakes, will I marry this person mentality? The dating phase, in our opinion, should be approached and paced with wisdom. Yes. It's a low pressure, low stakes means of getting to know someone on a friendship level. Albeit, yes, there may be some romantic elements in there because you're going on an intentional date, but this is the point. You are doing this before you commit to pursuing a deep romantic connection in a relationship. We both believe that you can have intentionality, Mm -hmm. honor, and integrity in the dating phase without sizing somebody up for marriage and committing too soon. Yeah. There we go. 100%. 
So maybe just rewind that and write that down if you really want to know our definition. I also have a post on it on my page that we actually have um, pinned if you want to go on Instagram on Kateness to see it. So I don't want to just say these things. I want you to know that these are the things that I physically did practice, okay? This is the definition I practiced in my life. It's what I believe. It's what I've molded and shaped through many, many years of being single and many, many years of being counseled, mentored, and going through various things. So the way I met JJ, if you guys don't know, was I was actually going through a dating challenge inspired by my friend, Dr. Henry Cloud, okay? Dr. Henry Cloud has a great book out there called How to Get a Date Worth Keeping. Highly encourage you to read it. But I challenged myself to go on dates with various men for a period of time. And the reason I did this is because I had a history of committing too soon to people on a relationship level before I knew enough about them, before I knew enough if they were the person I should be giving my heart to. And for me, this was a wise decision. Going on dates with more than one man in a period of time for me it was 90 days was wise. And this was a decision for me that I wisely made within community and with a lot of counsel, okay? So throughout my 90-day challenge for three months, I went on dates with different guys. There were four different guys I went on dates with. And roughly, I would go on about one date a week with each guy. Okay. Um, now they didn't all start at like week one. Some of them, JJ got introduced to me later in the challenge, like a month and a half in actually. But the point of the dates that I went on was not to build intimacy with each guy, but to remain curious about them on a friendship level. So I didn't go on these super long dates. I tried to keep them, you know, roughly 90 minutes. I'm not going to say every single time I fully, I did that exactly perfectly, but that was the goal. Like, Hey, I'm getting curious. At the end of every day, I'm asking myself, do I know enough to just go on one more day with this person? Mm -hmm. The thing is, you guys, anybody can pretend to be anyone for 90 days. And with my history of dating a lot of, you know, narcissistic, abusive guys, especially mainly one, but I have dated other unhealthy men as well. I did not give it enough time before I committed to those men. I rushed into a relationship and I made up a version of a person in my mind which really did not exist. And I completely missed red flags in those early stages of dating because I didn't give it enough time. So doing this dating challenge for 90 days, dating multiple guys, allowed me to see each guy through time. Around the 45-day mark, JJ came along. Okay. And he was a skater punk guy with blue hair. He was five and a half years younger than me. And the reality is I pretty much probably wouldn't have dated him if I wasn't in this challenge, because in this challenge, I was also challenging myself to just say yes and be open to see what God may do to date the unexpected because God may do the unexpected. Also cue in our um, conference thing, right? Wait a second. You would not have <laughs> gone on a date with me? If it wasn't for this challenge, what? is that what you just said? Yeah, babe. I, I think that's you. new information Whatever. for the audience you and for me that. today. Baby, no, don't you, even. You learn something new every day, Whatever. don't you guys? Whatever. You knew that. I love you. I, I actually don't know if I did, but it's good to know. It's good to know in the back pocket, everybody. <laughs> well, I'm so glad I did go on a date with you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so... This is why we like dating multiple people in the stage of dating. Again, you can also exchange the word dating for how we're using it with like talking, going on dates with. This is not an exclusive committed anything. It's not 
like making out with all these people. It's not exposing your entire life story and emotionally getting so wrapped up in one person and then also doing that with three other people at the same time. That's not what we're talking about. You're going on a very even, steady pace. So for me, I found this process to be transformative, truly transformative, because it made me really slow down. It didn't allow me to put pressure on the guys. It really allowed me to be wise. And something I did after every date is I journaled. I noted how I was feeling. I, within those feelings, brought in my trusted circle of people to process through the dates. I invited God into the depths of my heart to really see what was going on. Was I starting to want to prove to this guy? Was I not feeling safe around this guy? What was coming up for me? It really led to a process of deep discernment and curiosity. It was so, so, so helpful for me, okay? Somebody that committed very quickly to men in the past and that just rushed into dating. Okay, so back to dating multiple people. Who is this for, okay? Because it's not for everyone. We're going to touch on that. But who is this for? Mm -hmm. It's for the person that commits too early in dating. If you're like me and you commit really early in dating, like very seriously, this could be for you. And then the second person it's for, uh -huh. if you're like me, if you put too way too much pressure on dating yeah. and you end up never dating anyone, this could be for you too. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, like the per you may have not been in a lot of dates, but maybe you're putting so much pressure on the process of dating and you're like, I can't even date. Well, if you have never even dated because you put so much pressure on it, maybe yeah. it's time to just loosen up. That that guy at church that you're like, man, he's not my height preference and I'm not sure I'm not physically attracted to him, but he's a great, solid Christian guy. Go on a date. If he's interested in you, just go on one date. Yeah, or if you're a guy and there's just a girl and you just want to make it low stakes dating, just build a friendship and then see if a connection's there. This is a great way to do that as yes. well. Yes. So. Now, it's not for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not. This isn't for everyone. And I'm not going to pretend that it is. There isn't one thing that is for every single person. But for the person who is like I was, the person who finds themselves committing too soon, the person who's giving their heart way too early on, the person who is always left disappointed, confused, and hurt, this could be a win. The person who's dated guys or girls that end up being narcissistic or toxic and you missed all the signs, this could be for you. Take it slow. This approach to dating literally changed my life. It was so healing and challenging for me. And I struggle with anxious attachment leaning. This actually helped me. Mm. It helped me because it I, it really helped me not put all my eggs in a basket and just really be more loose and free and open with the process. It was so stretching. And it ultimately led me to meeting my husband. You know what the irony about <laughs> dating multiple people is? What? Is that it's actually a really wise practice mm. to combat the anxiety of dating, to combat the overcommitting of dating, yeah. and to combat, you know, just being way, way, way too high stakes. Yeah. It's a really great practice it to is. combat it, which is ironic. Now, if you are somebody conversely that has a very, very, very hard time committing, you are very, you lean way more avoidant, you have a high 
problem with commitment, dating multiple people may not be for you, to be honest. So that's something you have to weigh on your own because some people are like more avoidant or they don't like commitment. And so they're hearing this being like, let's go permission to just <laughs> date, 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 date exactly. and never commit. And no, the, the point of dating multiple people is to hopefully move towards a relationship. Right. It's not just to always have fun. And if you're dating multiple people, like in the quiet, in the dark, and there's no transparency, that is a red flag, right? Yeah. That's not doing the challenge well. Doing the challenge well is there's a ton of transparency. There's a lot of people who know your interests and your intention. Yeah. And then I would just say, you know, I think we should do a side note for the guys. Yeah. Because we have a lot of guys ask, and if we're being real, there is a difference between girls dating multiple people yeah. and guys dating multiple people, don't mm -hmm. you think? Yeah. Yeah. So I... When I personally, I've had a lot of guys ask me and we haven't produced a lot of content. So I would just say, if we're being realistic, it's fundamentally different for men dating multiple women because of the pursuer role that we are expected to take and do take. That's true. Which is the initiation, the asking, the planning of the date, the execution, yeah. the scheduling, the paying, and the follow-up. Yeah. If we're doing all of those things, it's just not feasible to date like four women at once yes, from like a logistical, emotional, spiritual POV. I agree. Yeah. And I just think, you know, maybe if you are uh, putting a ton of eggs in one basket, like hyper intentional, hyper focus on one woman, I do think it's a progress and it's when to be able to date two women yeah. or maybe three at once. Like yes. that's a huge win, especially if you find yourself struggling with some of the things we mentioned before, like yeah. the hyper focus and the bonus of this. You want to know my bonus of yes. dating multiple women? Yes. I think it forces guys from like a budget uh, standpoint that you're like forced to get really creative with your dates to keep them affordable and fun. Like my word I use is scrappy. Mm. You got to get scrappy, uh, which actually those dates tend to be better than just dropping $200 on a nice steak dinner and calling it a night. I am way more interested in a thoughtful date night than an expensive date night. Exactly. <laughs> you want to know how I thought about that one? What? It's from your favorite movie. Which one? The Titanic. <laughs> oh my god! No, but think about it. Fancy, nice dinner. That's easy. The guy's just shelling out money. Yeah. And then she goes below the deck. And it's a free, dancing, fun, yeah, that, thoughtful, that. you know, that's like a really good picture of that's thoughtful and fun versus that's, super expensive really and just shelling out, you know, the dough. Mm -hmm. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Well, now we want to talk about <laughs> some of your top questions that you guys asked. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. First question. How many people should you date? <laughs> There's not a hard and fast number here. You have to know yourself and know what you can manage while remaining honoring and remaining in integrity. The max I did was four. To be honest, my max before that was three. JJ came along and I almost said no because I was like, I am already kind of going on dates with three guys and I don't know if I can add a fourth guy. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'll go on one date. I honestly thought it would be like one date with him because I just, it was a stretch for me at the time with you being younger, long distance, all these things. And, you know... <laughs> Stop it. I'm flexing. <laughs> He's flexing. Mm. But what? But it ended up being the yeah, best first date of my life. So Wait, really? I, yeah. Best first date? Wow. I'm like blushing over here. <laughs> okay. And then for the guys, I would say, yeah, probably two or three. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how any 
man besides Superman could do more than that. Yeah. Um, so second babe, question. How do you balance the time and energy this in this is, process? This is a good one. I think it just has everything to do with pace. Like time is your best friend. That's yes. why it's 90 days. That's a long amount of time. Yes. And ideally from like a date perspective, if we're going to zoom in, you set a boundary of like one date a week. That's a great pace with like a, a set amount of time. Right. Ideally around 90 minutes. Yeah. And then the way you communicate between all of your people that you're dating is fair. It's even as best as possible. Yeah. Right. You're not like, it's not 90%, 5%, 5%. I always let people know when I did this challenge, I was in one of the busiest seasons. I was launching my book and a conference simultaneously. I was doing about 17 or something interviews a week and I was so busy. And I was going on dates yeah. with more than one guy. And it was awesome. Actually, it was a really fun part of that journey for me in that mm -hmm. time. But I was so flipping busy, so busy. So I'm like, you can do it. You make time for what's important. <laughs> yes. And I was important. <laughs> okay, you ready for one of the most popular questions? Yes. Where do I even find one person today, let alone multiple? I think this is the main question. People are like, haha, this sounds good. I know. How do I even get more than one person to date? I receive it all the time. So, you know, I have some great guides out there, especially on Instagram, about where to meet amazing Christian singles. Uh, you know, you guys, you have to be more open. We challenge you. Challenge your preferences. Date the unexpected. Say yes to the guy that's shorter. Say yes to the long distance. Just try it out. I guarantee there are people interested in you. You're just blind to some of those people or you wouldn't necessarily consider them. So here are some places. Your church community. Duh. Okay. <laughs> other church communities or other church events. Yes, you can go to those. You can volunteer. Volunteer is a great way to meet people. Mm -hmm. Asking for a setup. Ask, and then the key with the ask of the setup is follow up with it. Ask them again. Follow up with them. If they said, I'll think about it. Okay, great. You have to follow up with it. I see some people, they're like, yeah, I asked for one. I'm like, did you follow up with it? <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, well, that's that's why. It didn't I know. Pan one of out. my favorite <laughs> stories of yours is Dr. Clown was trying to set you up. Yes. He dropped the ball. He's a busy guy. And you followed up. You yep. texted him directly, said, hey. What about that setup? And he was like, he like called me right away. He loved it. And he literally set me up that same day. I was like, see, it's about the follow up. Exactly. And then last but not least, yes, online. Yep. Social media, dating app. Come to our Heart of Dating Christian Singles Facebook group. We have lots of people meeting in there on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, lots of places listen, to meet people. If you cannot, if you come to that Facebook group and you can't find somebody worth like DMing or reaching out to, then we got bigger problems on our hands. Yes. There are eleven thousand. Is there twelve thousand now? Um, I don't know. Twelve thousand singles in there. Okay. Yeah. So you go to Facebook.com/slash Heart of Dating and you can find the private group. But you do have to make sure you oblige to all of the rules. We do have strict rules with that many people. <laughs> The um, rules. Kate's yes. a big yeah, Kate's a big rule follower. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yes. What if the other person is unsure about you going on dates with other people? Yeah, this is always a possibility. Always. Mm -hmm. Which is why you have to be clear and firm on your why. Yes. Right. You can validate them, share with your desire that you're gonna be fair, honest, and honoring in the process. But at the end of the day, yes. Remember that your character will shine over time if they are uncertain about it. 
And then ultimately, it's out of your control how they respond or or maybe judge you. Yeah. You know, the right person is going to be ignited to want to try to pursue you and be with you. So the right person is not going to be like so turned off by this. If your heart and intention is in the right place, they're going to be open to hearing your heart and intention. A kind and curious person Mm -hmm. will at least be kind and and curious. curious. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Another question is, Mm -hmm. how do you let them know that you're not exclusively dating or that you're going on dates with more than one person at that time. Yeah, and you did this to me, which is, I love this question. Let them know ideally right away. Yes, I told you right after our first date. Yeah, would you even say before the first date it's possible? You can. I mean, it's kind of like implicit. If you meet on a dating app, you know that on the dating app, there's more than one person you're talking to on the dating app. That's what's so funny about Christians being like, this sucks. I'm like... Well, we do it all the time on dating apps. We're You're probably already doing it. messaging more than one person on a dating app, most likely. So that's already, <laughs> you're already doing that. You're not going to text the person on the dating app just so you know. I also have matched with like other guys as well. Is that you're, funny? Like you're, they, it's implicit, right? So, but I always say, tell them as soon as possible. Yeah, I think it's just kind. Uh, be open and communicating your why with them. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Kate did this, she just kindly let me know that she was dating other guys and i told him i was in a, doing a dating challenge personally for myself yeah as and a, then she told me why which is yeah. because she had a tendency to overcommit, and she was practicing being wiser in her pace well if i hear that <laughs> i'm not gonna be like no it doesn't sound good i'm like that sounds great i'm really i'm really intrigued and i'm really grateful that you told me yep exactly. so next question it's a great one and probably the most popular second to the other one is what about PDA? <laughs> Great question. What about PDA? You know, well, what are your physical boundaries? Check in with God on those boundaries. We recommend holding off on any kissing until exclusivity. Um, I'm not going to say don't hold hands. Don't like, you know, be wise. Again, do this with uh, other people involved, like your wise counsel. Be checking in with God and the wise counsel. I would like, I would much prefer for come from wise voices who know you, know your past, know what you can and cannot withstand and what's healthy for you than just you listening to me on this podcast and being like, this is what Kate said, even though I don't know you and your story and your background. And the reason why we say that, guys, is because prescriptive boundaries that are not rooted in a why or conviction are just not going to hold up for you. Yep. If you truly wanted to know what we think, we don't think you should be making out with four guys <laughs> or two or three girls at one time if we're just going to be blunt. Yes. But your conviction needs to be rooted in conviction. Yes. That's going to hold up much stronger than prescriptive dating boundaries from Kate and JJ on a podcast. Right. Well, babe, what about people who might think this is emotional infidelity? It's a good question. And if an unwise person's doing this, there is that risk. But I mm-hmm. think if you are being open and honest with the people you are dating in the process, you're dating with transparency, like you have mentors or friends and counsel who know, and then you are processing your limits, you know what things you are comfortable with sharing and who you are sharing it with. You might not be on the same emotional level with every person and the challenge, and that's okay. Yes. But I definitely think you have to know, you know, what's emotionally in bounds for you and safe and easier to share than the deeper... It comes back to pacing. Yeah. And then emotionally pacing, you're right. Yep. Yep. So last question, I think. Yeah. Okay. How to guard yourself? How do you guard yourself emotionally in this process? 
Like I said, for me, I recommend and I kept a journal documenting about how I felt around that person on every date. So I want you to pay attention to how you're feeling. What is your body saying to you? How do you feel? And then write it down afterwards. And then for me, an overcommitter, a classic overcommitter, I would say to myself, what do I not know about this person yet? What do I still not know? Because my head and heart could get ahead of the situation. I could start like, this is so great. All the signs are awesome. Let's go. <laughs> Let's throw this challenge out the window. No, I'd have to ask myself, what do I not know about this person yet? It's so better, you guys, to just see people through time. There is and should not be any rush. Well Period. Said. Dot. Dang. End of sentence. Drop it. So, you guys, this is our episode, Dating Multiple People. Um, we really hope it challenged you. We know it's not for everyone, but we do think it does, it can work and be really helpful and potentially wise for you, especially if you're an overcommitter. Yep. 100%. All right. Good job. Well, we love you guys and we'll see you next week and hopefully see you at the Heart of Dating Conference 2023. Yeah. Woohoo! Again, heartofdating.com slash HODC. Let's, Let's go. go. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. The Heart of Dating Podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge Podcast Network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesday, so we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 